0: In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Today, uh, we will begin to look at the Passion Narrative. The Passion Narrative, as such, goes all the way through chapter 19. Uh, we'll probably go, it depends, but maybe up the first 16 verses, maybe not quite that far. Um When we're studying this, even when you're listening to it, pray. Because what we're looking at is unfathomable. We're seeing God treated cruelly, mockingly, finally killed in a most horrendous death. And John calls this the glory of God. How can it be the glory of God? because it is the manifestation of his saving presence. I don't know if he could have done anything else to prove how much he loves us. I don't know where we would get a better idea of sin than by looking at the cross. Uh, I remember uh, uh Father Lyonnais, my professor of Romans and something else, theology of the New Testament, um, he said one day in class, you know, people say if you want to see the real meaning of sin, look at the cross. He said, no. If you look at the cross, you see the real meaning of love. If you want to look at the real meaning of sin, look at hell. Because that's its outworking. That's where you see what sin is in its fixed form. So, this meditation, all the way through this, these 42 verses of chapter 9, is a meditation on the um, love that the Lord has for us. God the Father so loved the world that he sent his only Son. Jesus so loved us that he gave his life in the most painful and humiliating way for us, to make reparation for our sins, so that we could uh, have the Holy Spirit and have eternal life. So, what we do now in this chapter is go through the trial and the crucifixion and the death of Jesus. Um, It begins Last time you remember, we did chapter 18, the arrest of Jesus, and then the trial. Uh, Then, uh, Jesus before Pilate, and uh, we were working on that. Um, Pilate is trying to find out, I'm in the latter part of 18 before we start 19, Uh, Pilate is trying to find out what do they mean by saying that you're the king of the Jews? If you are saying you're the king in rival to Caesar, I'm going to have to kill you. What do you mean when you say, what do they mean when you say king of the Jews? You see? Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus asks, do you ask this of your own? Or have others spoken to you about me? Pilate says, am I a Jew? It's your own people and chief priests who have handed you over to me. And then we have that famous word, paradirome, to hand over. Jesus replied, Mine is not a kingdom of this world. If it were, my men, my army, would have fought to prevent my being surrendered to the Jews. But my kingdom is not of this kind, of this world. So you are a king, then. It is you who say it, answered Jesus. Yes, I am a king. I was born for this. I came into the world for this, to bear witness to the truth. And all who are on the side of the truth in The Jerome translation all hear the truth, you see. Listen to my voice. Truth, what is that? As you know, that's Pilate's response. Truth is the manifestation of the Father in his beauty, his majesty, his infinite power, his love, and his mercy. That's truth. And so, I was born, you see, to bear witness to this truth. Um, and then this apart, according to a custom of yours, I should release a prisoner at Passover. There is one text in Jewish literature that seems to be alluding to this practice, um, but that's all. But it's it, it's common. It's in you know, it's in the Passion narratives. Um, this releasing somebody at Passover, and there's one text that seems to. S- the law text say, if somebody's released on Passover, are they already clean enough to celebrate the Passover? Some text like that. Um, so that's all we know about this. Okay. So then, starting with chapter 19, that's the end of 18. Pilate took Jesus, and scourged him. Now, Pilate didn't take him and scourge him; he had it done. But John, you see eleven and a sin they're they're both singulars they they apply to Pilate because he's responsible for this they took him and scourged him i think i've described before crucifixion includes scourging the first step in the crucifixion now Pilate has not condemned him to be crucified yet but he's trying to see whether if he punishes him enough the people will let up i think because he knows he's innocent uh and but if any word gets back to Rome, there was this insurrectionist, and you let him go. No, I didn't let him go. I scourged him, and uh, he learned his lesson. You know, probably that's because what Pilate is interested in more than anything else is his own worldly career. It's ironic, isn't it? The most famous Roman name is Pilate. Crucified under Pontius Pilate. You know, it's in our creed. It said by millions of people every day, this name, Pilate. Because he happened to be the guy who was there in, Rome, in in Jerusalem at this time. And he was, like everybody who's attached to this world, weak. They could be strong and making money and getting power, but they're weak. What you're going to notice in this passion narrative now, at this point, is how Pilate comes and goes. You see, um. We've already had two of these. You see, the, 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 um, the Jews would not go into the praetorium because they had to be ritually clear to celebrate the Passover. They could murder somebody, but they couldn't go into the praetorium. I mean, the irony. Um, so Pilate came out to them. What charge? And it goes through that. Um, uh, and finally he says, take him yourself. But we're not allowed to kill anybody. So Pilate went back. Now this oscillation between going out to the Jews, going into the praetorium, going out to the Jews, going into the praetorium, you're going to see it throughout this whole trial until finally he says, he he condemns Jesus. What are we meant to learn from this? How worldly attachment will make us very weak. We can be pushed around, we can be frightened. We're all going to need the grace of Christ if it gets really tough. If you don't do this, you're going to go to jail or whatever. But let's realize that what weakens us is our wrong attachment to this world. We need it for for the three things that John says. You see, all that's in this world is the concupiscence of the flesh, the concupiscence of the eyes, and the pride of life. If we're dominated by these, then we're going to oscillate just like Pilate. That's why John is so careful to say, he went out, he went in, he went out, he went in, say, watch this man. He has all the power of the Roman occupying government. He can have people condemned to death, but in himself, he is a very weak man because he's afraid for himself and he has no goal in life except power and comfort in this world. He has nothing else. This is why the Christians so baffled uh, the Romans and all the other pagans. They would rather die than deny Jesus. Death? I mean, there's nothing after death. You're finished. You're extinct. You're finished. That's, it's the end of you. And you would rather have that than deny Jesus? No. That's not what's going to happen to me. I'm going to be with Jesus. And one day I'm going to be with Jesus forever with my body as well. And that witness was so powerful. You know, the women, the little young women. I mean, I'm talking about young. 16, 15, they were betrothed to men. And they didn't want to do that. They wanted to consecrate their virginity to Jesus. Well, besides annoying lots of people, the parents who wanted to marry them off to a good family, the fellow himself who wanted, you know, uh, there is the whole male domination fear. If we let these women do what they want, it will be the end of the whole Roman system. That's why they killed them. If women have the right to choose like this, have their own, you see, they're very wealthy matrons, but they're already married and you know, but I mean, these women, if they're out from under our control and willing to die rather than come under it, it's the end of the Roman system. So that's what, one of the reasons they were killed. Uh, so it's that same world you see here in Pilate. Uh, and so, uh, Pilate took Jesus and scourged him. He didn't do it himself. But that's the way John's eleven yen emastigosen. There's singular verbs. So he did it. He didn't do it. He had it done. Why? As I say, the role of, uh, in the crucifixion, the role of this beating was to render the man docile for the rest of the. It breaks your spirit. It breaks your, you know, you're you're in awful pain and, and afraid for more and. And you're, you're going to be cooperative for the rest of the execution. And the soldiers wove a crown out of thorns and put it on his head. That's, the, that's in the whole gospel tradition. Uh, and they threw a purple cloak around him. Now, they're just having fun. It's a strange fun, but this is what they're doing. It may be that they know the charge against this guy is insurrection. And they're real insurrectionists out there. They think, maybe this is one of the guys who killed our buddies. And so, they might be taking it out on him. Or they might just be so mixed up, so really perverted, that they're going to torture this man. So they beat him, which is part of the job, except he's not been condemned yet. The may think, well, if I got that far, they may say, oh, I'll let him go. Underestimating... The degree of hate and the source of it, which is not just the Jewish rulers, it's Satan, who's so blinded that he can't see that Jesus dying in an act of love is going to break his back forever. He can't see that. Hatred blinds you. And so, uh, they threw a purple cloak around him, and they came up to him and said, Hail, King of the Jews! And they gave him slaps. All of this is alluding to those... uh, Servant songs that we've seen those passages in Isaiah that talk about, you know, I, I gave my beard to those who plucked me and so forth. Okay. And they gave him slabs. And Pirate went out again. Now you see this oscillation again. Look, I will bring him out so that you will know that I find no crime in him. What a strange thing to say after having the man beaten. And Jesus came out Wearing the crown of thorns and the purple cloak, and he said to them, behold the man. Behold Adam. See what Adam, human race, has done to itself? This is because of sin. Here is, he, Pilate doesn't know it. You see? When he's saying all these things, you see? Um. Edo. Behold Adam. Behold man. This is what sin does to him. And this man is taking it into himself. Pilate doesn't know that Taking it into himself to set man free from it. Pilate, because you know, when they beat, they beat. So now he's dressed as a clown... Uh, You know, uh, some kind of purple, one of the soldier's cloak around a thorn crown digging into his head, you know, and, and the marks from the blows, you, you know. That is Adam. That's what we do to ourselves. So there's Pilate saying that, you see. Ecce homo. Behold the man. And we're meant to stop and behold him. So we'll stop now and start the next section.